And we are ready for episode three here of the XFL Fan Zone podcast today. I am Billy Arnett, and joining me today is a new uh, co-host in the co-host competition, you would say. We've been doing this last week with Dylan, and this week, Matt, you want to say hi to everybody? Yeah, hi. Uh, Matt is a uh, follower of the XFL, I would say. Really, actually, not really anything in football until the XFL came around, sort of, I would say. I don't know. How would you put your status, Matthew, into that? I'm a follower world events that affect cities in big ways. There you go. He, he, he's a business expert in his mind, apparently, so I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, we have some news uh, to start off with for the week, and that was the XFL toured uh, Globe Life uh, Park yesterday, XFL Dallas did, and the reason why is for a segue to talk about the issue that we didn't talk about last week, that I should have talked about because it was boring as then, was the configuration of how Globe Life Park would be as it's being transitioned from when the uh, Texas Rangers, the Major League Baseball team out of Dallas, moves to its new stadium and how it would be converted to a baseball field. And, uh, Matt, do you have anything to say on that? Yes, I have seen in my life a few fields that they have tried this, and most of the time the orientation includes the end zone being aligned with home plate going towards the outfield. The design of this if that is accurate from the um, article that it was on, um, half of the field is not going to be able to be viewed by the fans because they're going to be just too far away from the field. Um, I don't know if they're planning on adding seats or anything over there. And if they do add seats, it's going to block some of the lower seats. I don't know if they're planning on doing that. If they're doing that, this idea might be, they might be able to pull it off. But if they're not adding seats and they're just planning on putting the field down there like that, um, like, do you understand what I'm saying, Billy? Like, if you're up in the um, seats over there, you're not going to be able to see the stadium. Yeah, I understand that. I understand that that would be bad for the fans' perspective to watch the team, obviously. So I don't know what they're planning on doing, but from that soon. So our main business today is to rank the eight cities that we've had. I've taken a more approach of what I think the enthusiasm will be and how we look at how the cities will get along with the XFL. Well, Matt, had, Matt, why don't you explain your mathematical criteria that you did? <laughs> okay. Um, what I did here, I took a um, few different um, criteria of me and what other people I believe would want to be, would want to know about a city if they're going on to a trip and traveling to the city. Um, and I did a lot of stuff about marketing and how the market area is in the city. Um, so my criteria um, are how big the metropolitan statistical areas are, how much the median income is to the city, the average age of the people living in the city. Um, and then Billy actually came up. This is part of Billy's, too, and I used it, too, for another criteria of mine is um, the fan base of the NFL and how much percent the stadiums fill to capacity each game of the NFL. Um then the usual weather and stuff. And then I took an average of all that to get a ranking of the cities. So that is how Matt did it. And uh, he'll probably give you a more detailed explanation every time he mentions the city, probably, so that you can keep up with it. But first, we're going to start with number eight. And Matt, what is your number eight city? Okay. <clears throat> I actually do not have number eight, like I told Billy. A little earlier. Oh, yeah, tie. Yeah, tie. So, what's we number seven? Tie. So, we have our number seven. Um, this is surprising because 
originally whenever we were doing all the research for this, it seemed like St. Louis would come in in the top spots, but St. Louis actually ended up being ranked number seven with a 4.9 on the scale. One out of five, one to five, five is being worst, and they got a 4.9 out of five. So why is it so bad with St. Louis in your opinion? Because I would disagree with you on this, but what, why is St. Louis so bad on your scale? Wow. Okay, let me see all through my research. St. Louis's MSA is not as big. They do not have as many people, um, which explains why. Did they ever have an NFL team? Yes. And they, they had much math on football. Yeah, they had the Rams like three years ago. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, and then you said they left. Um, that probably explains because of their low MSA here. Um, has Tampa ever had a football team? They currently have a football team. Okay. Um, but see, St. Louis is a city in itself. I actually learned some human geography stuff like this. Um, about the hinterland outside of your city area. Um, Tampa and Florida. You have Tampa's MSA of 2 million people, except you have how many more million people around that and how easy it is to get from Orlando to Tampa. St. Louis, though, it's a city in itself. You have the 2 million, and that's it. Only 2 million people. Um, And how much of a drive is the next biggest city? Um, It's pretty far, about two hours at least, if you want to go for a bigger city. Um, Median income, St. Louis, I did not know this about their city. They have the lowest median income of 40000 a year. So that takes out a lot of people who would plan on going to football games who cannot simply afford it. Um, average age, um, not too bad with average age. They got fourth place for age of age of 35. Um, NFL, eighth place for their back NFL attendance. Back in 2015. Yes, back in 2015, they ended the end of the year with an 80% attendance rate, which is the lowest out of all of the rankings in that category. Their weather. Um, Wait, now, well, they're a dome. Why, why does that matter? What? They're, they're, St. Louis is going to play a dome. No, but I'm talking about traveling to the city. Like, what type oh. of weather do you want on a trip to a city? To? Matt, Matt's got a crazy criteria. <laughs> With a trip to a city, St. Louis... Um, got fifth place in weather um not horrible um their average temperature from february to april which would be supposedly the season right now for the xfl is 49.5 so um and that's taking february's temperature averaging with april's temperature so you get like a 30 to 55 range so 49.5 would be the average temperature for a game um average amount of rainfall um well, no, not average around rainfall, average rain days in each of these months for St. Louis is 9.5. So you could have 9 to 10 days that you could experience rain each month in St. Louis. Okay, you want to go to the next cities? So that is that. Now, <laughs> I want? would just agree with Matthew on St. Louis because I think they'll have a lot of fan enthusiasm because this is going to be their only professional football team. St. Louis Rams left the city three year, two or three two. Before 2016 season, two years ago. Yeah, I, I don't I don't disagree with you with that. I believe there will be a lot of enthusiasm. They will be getting a professional football team back. Um, but like I said, their MSA is only the $2 million and that's all they get. I don't know how many people from the around the area will actually travel into the downtown. Very passionate fans. I mean, it's just me think about it. St. Louis Cardinals MLB team, they get a lot of people. Yes, yes. It'll be interesting to see how this plays out of them getting a new team. 
I mean, they are they have the most Twitter followers of any XFL team. I'm just saying that's why I think the enthusiasm is, and I think there's going to be a lot of people across the country supporting this team because of the fact that St. Louis is the only city that does not already have a National Football League team. That's why that's what my opinion is. I think it's a great Midwest city, gateway to the West. So I disagree with you. And my number eight because there are no ties in the Billy Arnett rankings. Okay, is uh, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, fan few of them is going to be good. I'm not saying about football. I'm not saying that about the fans so much as it is the fact that will they take a spring team? There's not one of the biggest – it's not the biggest market out of here, obviously, since it's New York and Los Angeles. It doesn't have that spring thing. I mean, look at the Rays at Tropicana Field. Now, you got to admit, other than probably FedEx Field, or maybe FedEx, maybe Tropicana Field can get FedEx Field run for its money as one of the worst professional stadiums. I just don't know if it's there. They have a struggling team. Tampa Bay, eighty-three uh, percent selling its NFL team at Raymond James. They're gonna have the same stadium. I just don't know. They're gonna. Be, I don't know if the XFL is even gonna to get to that eighty-three percent. You gotta got think. They're a spring league. They're a startup, not established as the National Football League. I know they're gonna try. They might sell it the first game, but that, this was the problem with the XFL 2001. Can the fans stay? You already have 83%, which is the fourth lowest percentage-wise in the NFL this season so far. I just don't know how it's going to go. I know it's going to be probably the best football weather in the uh, best football. up Because it's down Florida in his rankings. That's just what I think right now. That's what I'm seeing it as. Yes, and, and I do agree with you with the weather. Um, they are ranked number three with weather. Um, yes, number three. Um, okay, you want me to read my two six places? Oh, this is a tie with six. Yeah, this is a tie to six. Um, we originally had a tie for a second because I did not add in all the criteria with the weather. But then I did end up doing the weather. Instead of doing a total average of the weather only, I did a total average and the rain days and the temperature, which fixed some of the ties up. And it actually helped give you a better idea of who's actually first in this. Um, so our t- um, six places for me is New York City and Seattle with a 4.2 on the scale. Again, I disagree. With, I, 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 before you explain it, I would uh, I th- New York on that low. Yeah. Okay. So well, let's go. Let's go with each one. Let's start with New York. Okay. Um, with largest metropolitan statistical area, New York beats it all out. Twenty million people. A lot of people there. Um, possibility for a huge fan base. Um, New York City with median median income is not horrible either, with fifty eight thousand per person. Um. Not too bad. Their average age in New York City is the oldest, though, at 38 people, 38 years. Um, that will bring your fan base down a little bit. NFL for New York, NFL attendance. Um, they actually got third place on this for 93.5% attendance rate. Um, the thing that really brings you New have, York City. You average have, have the two teams, right? What? Yeah, that's an average of both professional teams in New York City. If there are more than one professional team in the city, I did take averages of each. The thing that pulled New York back is the weather. They got seventh place 
in the weather. With an average temperature of 44 and 12 days of rain each month of February, April. Yeah. So. You had snow games in New York. Huh? You had snow games in New York, probably. No, yeah. Um, that's the thing. Um, I mean, some people would like a snow game, but then again, um, I'm not going just off of the game, but I'm going off of the city too. So going to New York in these times of year is not as fun as it seems. Um, I have been to New York in Christmas. It's a lot more fun in Christmas. It is still colder, but um, February, you get more of the temperatures that will give you rain, February to April, and you don't really want rain in New York. Okay. Uh, next up is why are you hating on Seattle, I'd say. Um, okay, let's see. I, um, Seattle, I got for sixth place for the largest MSA of 4 million people. Seattle's MSA is really good for sports teams and football because Seattle is kind of like Tampa where they have the whole area up there on Northwest Washington. Um, Median income in Seattle is first place with $83,000 a year. That is a big push for Seattle, except for the fact that they have sucky weather, pretty much the same as New York, a little warmer. I think, let me see if I can remember that. Yes. Um, Yeah, slightly warmer, except the rain is worse. Average age in Seattle is 36. Fifth place in that. Seattle, big push from the NFL to get 100% attendance for their Seahawks up there. Is that it you probably got? They get 15 inches of rain. 15 inches and 15 days of no i keep saying inches day rain, 15 days of rain per month during the xfl season so you still don't like the rain yeah rain is a big Debbie downer for me uh I'm on my mission trip to new york city every year and every year it has rained and it's made the trip a lot worse than it could be so, you want to know my seventh place? Yeah, go ahead. You're going to hate on me for this one. Okay. Los Angeles. <laughs> well, I mean... The only reason why... why the reasons why are... I know it's a big market. I know it has all this stuff. But I know... That the StubHub Center is not the greatest place of fan enthusiasm. Let's say the Chargers, the LA Chargers, people who use that stadium. Now, I think the size of the field is good, but in that area where StubHub Center is, you're not getting a lot of fans. I mean, we're talking about the the stadium that is being used for uh, always the Chargers games. The infamous away fans always beating out the amount of Charger fans in the game. <laughs> you can't even sell out the, I don't know how much it is, like 26, 27,000 seats, 94%. You can't even sell that place out. Now, much say that the fan enthusiasm wouldn't be there by the time an XFL season would start, but I'm just, I don't know, it's just a bad vibe for me in terms of how the XFL could play there. I know that's where the uh, champions of 2001 were. 
maybe they'll come back with that. Right now, it just doesn't give me vibes. I don't see LA as a great town. The Rams, I think the Rams are only really doing well in the city because they have been winning the two years they've been there. And plus, they've gotten a way more better site in the Coliseum. That's my opinion on LA. I know you probably would disagree with me, especially because of the market size and everything. But that's my thought process as of now and where LA stands in terms of the cities. Uh, I, I understand what you're saying um, about outside fans coming in for football. But then again, think about that. For market size, that is a good thing. That's the whole point of an MSA instead of just using city's population because it does show what's outside of the city and people coming in. Um, <clears throat> want me to do my number five? Yes, yeah, so your number five is up. Matt Rogers, what do you think? Fifth place, I got Tampa here. They got a four on the scale. Um did the weather save them? Huh? Did your weather criteria save the bay? Well, let's see. Let's go from the top first. Um, for their MSA, 2 million people. But like I said earlier, because they're in Florida and they have all the people in the Florida and Orlando area there and how easy it is to drive across the state of Florida. Um, not north-south, but east-west, though, from Orlando to there. That is only a two- to three-hour drive. Um <clears throat> You still get eighth place, eighth place for the MSA. Their median income, fifth place with fifty thousand a year. Average age, you actually got a three-way tie between Los Angeles, Seattle, and Tampa with thirty-six years. For NFL attendance, you got eighty-three percent, and like Billy said, they have some of the lower attendance ratings in the NFL. Got seventh place, seventh place on that, next to St. Louis. Weather in Tampa, they got third place overall, mainly because of their temperatures being 68 degrees average between February and April. They got second place in temperature. Me and Billy did an, um, a perfect football game temperature average of 65. Then we took the amount of temperature away from 65 you did from the cities, which gives them 68 degrees for second place. Rain days for them. They're in third place for that. They had a tie between Dallas, Fort Worth, and Tampa. They have seven and a half rain days each month in the season. So, do you have any comments on that? I put an eight, so I think it's a little too high, but I see where you're coming from. I know that you your weather things really shifted the balance of where uh, the teams lie in your uh, ranking. It has. I will agree with you there. Uh, number six, what were you trying to say? But weather's good, though, and it does sway a lot of people. Number six, Washington, D.C. Matt has not had that come off his board yet. Um, do you want me to read mine? No, no, I, I, no I'm just saying Washington, D.C. is not off your board yet. Oh, okay. Off your, um, yeah. D.C., now, one big plus is that me and Matt, in pro- and we were talking about our research, we weren't giving up our list, but me and Matt both had a universal criticism of FedEx Field, which we'll, we won't really get into because of the fact they're not going to be there. It'll be an Audi Field. But Matt went there. For, Matt, I've never been to FedEx Field. I know I heard how bad it is. Matt's been to FedEx Field, and he knows how bad it is. So we're both of us probably very happy that they didn't pick FedEx Field for that. So that's a big plus for them. However, it's a huge plus. aren't that good. I mean, go to FedEx Field. They're only getting 74%. However, 
It's actually going to be in. It's actually going to be in. And at this point, it was really pickums for me, Matthew. I'm not trying to trash these cities down low, other than probably Tampa Bay and a little bit of Los Angeles. At this point, it's hard to like. It's harder to pick. I'm not trying to be mean. I, I it's yeah. uh this thing. I'm actually seeing a lot of positives right now. Audi Field is actually going to be in the city limits. Actually, going to be down. At, uh, I think it's about the Navy Yard. That's where you're going to get off. At, I think for the metro or whatever. That's what I heard from somebody. Twenty thousand people. That should be easily sell out, sold out. Excuse me. In the spring, but it's just that there's sort of low fan enthusiasm towards the NFL team. We don't know how much would translate into the. NFL scene, they've got the Nationals there during the spring. They're a pretty good team. So, I don't know how much enthusiasm will be in the spring when you're talking about the, the Nationals compared to the XFL. That's what I'm trying to say. I agree with most of your points there. I do understand. One thing that you didn't do that I did that raised D.C. a little bit on mine is their NFL attendance. I also included Baltimore's attendance since it's so close in proximity to them, which gave D.C. for me an 86.5% attendance instead of, what did you say, 76? Yeah, but it's like different. They're like totally different teams. Like you talking about Baltimore. Yeah, but think about it. They could pull some, could pull some people over. Maybe, I, don't know. I wasn't saying they're not going to sell it out. I just think no, overall cheating. Yeah. Competing with the Nationals at the opening of the baseball season is going to be tough. I see what you mean. Yeah. Nationals are popular now. The counterpoint to that would be that, you know, they, baseball's not really attended well at the beginning of the season. Well, you can say that, but it's just, I don't know. I don't know what you're trying to say. I mean, legitly. Okay, you want me to go over my next one? Yeah. Okay. Um, my next for fourth place is actually D.C. Also with 3.6 on the scale. Um, starting with their MSA, D.C. has the third largest MSA with 9 million people. Median income in D.C. is pretty high up there at second place past the first place tie that we'll get into later. The second place, 61000 a year. Average age for D.C., third place, 34 years old. NFL attendance, I just went over that. Um, D.C. and Baltimore combined has an 86.5% attendance rate. Weather in D.C., weather average, the average of the both weather criteria, got six. Um, their temperature, 48 degrees, February to April average. Rain days in D.C. by month, 11 and a half rain days, which puts them pretty low on that out of five, but not as low as New York City and Seattle in the East. I just noticed that my weather at New York City and Seattle both got seventh and eighth place. Interesting. But that's my main thing for D.C. Let's see. What do I think here? Um, D.C.'s average age, median income, and MSA put them in fourth place because they got – Third, second, and third, which kept them pretty high up on the list, but not high enough to get the first place spot. This is that what you got on uh, the good old DC? That's all I was talking about because we agree basically where they're at. Yeah, and at the end of this, we'll go over our list again in case you didn't hear. Um, number five on my list is uh, Matt already actually took us off his board. 
New York. Um, like Matt said, biggest market in this country. It's a right potential for some fan base to come up. But I don't I do not like MetLife. However, there's not probably not a lot of football fields in the New York area in the first place to go to. I mean, if you look at the Giants, what was the number we have on uh, New York? Like probably like ninety three something. Ninety three point five percent. Ninety three and a half percent. I do not know if the XFL right off the bat is going to get those seventy six thousand and seventy seven thousand people numbers anywhere. So this leaves me a little bit concerned in the early off that it might be a low attendance situation. However, again. Let's get the pauses because at this point, not a lot of trash about about these cities. Again, biggest market size, like what Matt said, with the potential for a large fan base. Also, like what Matt said, snow games are going to be good. You, I think that's what the XFL tried to do a little bit. They're not going to be like the AAF and put themselves in the southeast and the southwest in these smaller markets. And you know, so you have a lot of variation between these cities in terms of weather and how where it's going to be played at and everything else. We do, and I understand what they're trying to do. They are trying to get that variation. Except, remember, if you're traveling to New York City for a game, it's a different story than if you're traveling to New York City for a trip. Some people will go to these games as trips also, and you really do not want those rainy 40-degree around temperatures in New York City that they get this time of year. So, you never know. That's my opinion on that. Yeah, other than that about New York, they would have been number one except for the weather on my book, but I don't know about you. Um, Matt, number, uh, what, what number are you at right now? Four? I'm on three now. I don't know how you're still, but, um, um, this would technically be four without a tie, but it is three. Um, three. My third place is Los Angeles. Going to LA there. Yeah. So LA did get one of the top spots. Billy probably agrees with that kind of too. Um, big reason for LA getting the top spot. Um, I believe. Even though New York City is number one. Top spot, three spot. Huh? You said top spot. Oh, and the MSA. They're top oh, spot. they're number two. They're number two. New York City is top spot in the MSA. LA, I would put, is a top spot for market-based. So, because New York City has 20 million in the MSA and LA only has 18 million, it doesn't really make much of a difference. So, um, NYC's market could be down just a little bit. It's really a tie even though it's first and second it's pretty much a tie between la and new york city for msa median income la same as um seattle eighty three thousand dollars a year so there's a tie for first in that average age los angeles has an average age of 36 putting them at fifth place for average age nfl la is in sixth place with an 85.5 percent attendance rate los angeles for weather got second place and everyone probably knows why because their um average temperature from february to april is 59 degrees that puts them at third place for average temperature and first place for rain days by month they will have five rain days average each month during the season which that really shot them up to the top right there so that is exactly what you're saying there the weather, I think, what Matt admitted this to me before we got on, the weather really changed his rankings, I'm pretty sure. Yes, yeah. So, weather probably does help Los Angeles and everything, but I just don't know. They're playing at StubHub, at least as of right now. Not a lot of football fans, at least in terms of where that stadium is. 
not trying to single out the Rams fans, not trying to single out the Chargers. Well, Chargers fans. However, in the Subhub Center, notorious for Chargers fans not show up and mostly be away fans, and let alone still not be able to sell out a probably 26,000, uh, 26,500 seat stadium. That's my only criticism with it so far. Well, in response to what you said about the um, weather, if you think about it, my rankings kind of deal more with weather and yours kind of deal more with market size. So um, if I took my weather stuff away, I would probably have a similar ranking to you. So your rankings could be for market size and mine could be more for cities. Like um, either way, we both did a good job with this. Um, do you want me to go over my next or you can go over your next? Next. Number four. Finally, uh, coming off the board is going to be St. Louis. Okay. I hate to do it to them. I hate to do it this early. Uh, probably, since there is no Pittsburgh team, um, anybody who knows me knows I'm a Pittsburgh fan of teams. Um, Steelers, Pirates, or anything. The local team, probably going to go with, probably going to be the fan favorite of XFL teams across the country. Um, in St. Louis. And the reason why it's four is, again, market size, not as big. Um, one of the smaller market sizes that the XFL will have in its 2020 season. The fan enthusiasm, however, will be over the roof, like I said already in this podcast, in this episode. Most Twitter followers out of any of the teams uh, so far in the XFL, there's already probably a bunch of season tickets coming out to them. You don't know the numbers yet. Because they're bringing back football to Edward Jones Dome, or they call it the, they call it the Dome now, the Dome in America Center. Now they probably didn't get a plus Matt's list. They were down there with Matt uh, because of the weather, probably, and their attendance uh, enthusiasm in 2015, the last season the Rams were there. However, I chalk some of that up to the fact that the Rams looked like they're heading to Los Angeles at that point. The fans were mad. They are, their team was already struggling uh, with all this. That's why I think that was showing like that. I think it's a little bit, not unfair, but a little bit low for what the usual St. Louis tens will be. This place will probably sell for most of the most of the home games they'll have in 2020. I think um, it'll be a great place. Going off what you said about selling out for most of the home games their first year, I do agree with that. They could have that scenario where they're getting a team back. They're all excited. Um, number one team in the XFL, whatever you want to call it. But then the second year, they could come back down to last place because market size is not as big. Who knows? Um, that's just a scenario, bud. What up? Okay. Sorry, I was doing right there. Uh, number two for you. Yep. Okay. My number two... Ended up being Houston. Okay. Houston's MSA size, Metropolitan Statistical Area size, is 6 million people. Um, that area of Texas is very populated, um, a lot like the Florida situation when you have a lot of people in that area. Um, the median income in Houston got sixth place, though, overall, with $47,000 a year. Average age in Houston got second place as 33. I did not know they're such a young city. Um, so average age of 33 gives that a chance for a lot of the younger people to go out to these games. Um, Houston got a 99% attendance rating this year with NFL games, which is really good and put them up at more of the top spot. 
their weather in Houston also put them up in the top spot. They got first place overall in weather with first place for temperature at 62.5 degrees average. And rain days, they got second place. They only have seven rain days average each month of the season. So they pretty much overall got higher up places, which put them up there at their second place scoring with a 2.4 on the scale. So you really were in there with them uh, up there at three. Nothing to disagree with, though, two. Nothing to disagree with there because I am putting Houston at three on my list. Okay. Um, Basically for the same reasons you said. Plus, I also like where they did. They're not being bogged down at Reliance. They're going at the University of Houston Stadium with a lot of enthusiasm, both college and pro in Houston. Even, even if they're bad, there's a lot of enthusiasm with the Texas and the NFL and the uh, University of Cougars in college football. So there's no problem with that enthusiasm. They're one of the biggest cities in the country. Uh, they're going to have it. And football is big in Texas, and that's going to help them as well. Yes, yes. Football in Texas, the size of football in Texas, is a big help for them. Okay. Um, you know, is- You're two number ones. We got two number ones. Your two number ones are uh, – who are they? I only, I'm on first now. Yeah, who are your two number ones? No, there's um only one number one. What did you Okay. Whatever. I got uh, number seven, two, two number sixes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, do you want me to go over or are you going to go over your next? You go over yours so far. Okay. So you got eight. You obviously know, if you've been paying attention to this, you know what it is. Dallas, Fort Worth became the number one spot with a two on the scale. Dallas has a um, MSA about the size of Houston, just a little bit bigger. They got fourth place in that with 7 million people. Dallas median income is $51,500 a year, which is pretty good for them. Um, Their average age put them up pretty high because they got first place for average age with an average age of 32 in this city. Dallas got a 91% attendance rating in the NFL this season. Um, and their weather put them pretty up there. Their weather did bring them down slightly, but they are still ending up with the first place spot with a weather ranking of four, fourth place, fourth place for temperature with an average of 56 degrees. And they got third place for rain days, a seven and a half rain days a month. So I go, Dallas is number one on Matt's list. Everybody, congratulations to Dallas, I guess, for winning Matt's absolute vote of confidence. Yes. Uh, Dallas, number two. I have two and ones to go over. Got number two as Dallas. Uh, because of the fact, again, football's big in Texas. A lot of few of them the Cowboys. They're going to be at Globe Life Park. Matt's already shared concerns as that, even though he did put him as number one confidence because he didn't really take that into account. No, I, um, I'm not really doing stadium, um, but the stadiums, I guess it does kind of matter somewhat, but I think they'll be able to figure it out with Globe Life over there. Yeah, that was press, somewhat criticizing the plans for Globe Life Park as it transitions from the Texas Rangers uh, stadium into a basically a full-time XFL stadium at this point, nothing else accompanying Globe Life Park after the Rangers leave. Again, another major city. They're going to have that uh, Dallas, Fort Worth, Arlington area. They have three big cities wrapped into one. 
it's going to be exciting. I really think that it has been pretty good. And here's the interesting thing. Number one on my list here, bigger, with Seattle is number one. And I know it's probably definitely controversial with Matthew because he had him basically at the bottom of his list. And here's why. Central Lake Field is the only place in this entire thing where they've had multiple sports in and you've had tremendous fan enthusiasm. The Seahawks in the NFL, major fan enthusiasm. They sell out Central League Field sometimes for Major League Soccer with the Seattle Sounders. And plus, the thing with this, they're in a big high right now with sports fans there. They got the XFL team coming in 2020. The, Na- the NHL has announced there has been an expansion team watching there in their 2021 season. Rumors about, always continuing rumors about the NBA going back to Seattle after leaving there around 10 years ago at this point. The, the fans of Seattle are on a high right now. They're loyal fans. I think they're the only ones that have been tested true in terms of how they will show up. And plus, people, I mean, you think about it, they got, again, big market size. Most of these cities, oh, very big market sizes. I'm not talking about like the AAF going to Birmingham and all that and Orlando. They got big market sizes. The market sizes aren't really a problem for any of these cities. It's just that I know the Seattle fans will come out in XFL, in my opinion. Okay. Um, so Matt probably lost like, attention through that rant there. No, that was long. I'll be right back. So, if you think about it, that's my list of cities. My list of cities, again, Everybody not everybody who lost their travel opinion as I did sometimes. Tampa, LA, DC, New York, St. Louis, Houston at the three, Dallas at the two, the Seattle at the one. I know this is probably gonna cause some controversy as we head down the stretch. Now, as uh we uh continue to move on here, I just want to make an announcement everybody as you know, the XFL fan network partnered with NFL2K.com over uh, the last week. I'm proud to have that partnership and have them join the XFL Fan Network. Um, That's a major deal for us. And since the last time we've spoken to you, uh, I thank Anchor for all this. Anchor allows us to go on all of the major podcast sites. We've We've been able to get on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. We just got on uh, Overcast, which is a little smaller thing over the last couple of days. Still hoping to get on uh, Pod, Podbean and TuneIn um, and all that at this point. That is a major uh, deal for us so we can get a distribution out there, everybody, so people can listen to us. Yeah, very easy to find us now. Um, do you want to read off your ranking one last time? I, I did. I, want you, I was waiting for you to come back and read off yours. Okay. Well, I'll go ahead and read off mine. Okay. Um, in first place, we got Dallas-Fort Worth here. Um, second place, Houston. Third place, Los Angeles. Fourth place, D.C. Fifth place, Tampa. Sixth place, Seattle. Sixth place, Ty, New York City. Seventh place, St. Louis. There we go. Uh, Matt, what do you think about – so – and – Matt has a lot of opinions. You know, he's a good uh, business guy, he would say, somewhat. What do you think about the XFO in terms of its potential? Um, 
I believe with all of the stuff that's gone on in the NFL and um, national sports last year and Billy giving me news that some stadiums might actually be trying to hide um, low attendance. Um, I believe that the XFL could become a big thing, not in the first few years, but... I'm not trying to hide low attendance. I'm not trying to hide low attendance, trying to make it look better for a TV viewer. Yes, yes. Well, either way... Either way, they have these stadiums that are half full and stuff like that. And you hear about that and see pictures of that all the time. Um, but always know that you can't really believe everything you see these days. But, um, yes, the XFL could easily get big if, like Billy was saying, if we can get the fan base. That's the biggest part of it. If you can get the fan base to expand from the NFL over to the XFL, it will be good. That's one of the reasons, like Billy was telling me earlier, why they plan the season to start in February, because the NFL ends. Then the football play, um, fans want more, and this might be that more that they get. Yeah, that's a lot of growth potential. It's going to be anti the bull crab, I think. But I think once like, we get a rule book out, everything else, I don't know. There was a hint from Vince McMahon back in January that the uh, national anthem was going to be, you know, the players would have to stand for and everything, which I don't know. Matt Brown or Matt stands on the issue, but it's going to get a lot of those people who have been fed up with the BS that the National Football League has been delivering them. Yes, and like you said, um, my stance with the um, flag standing, um, I believe that if you were doing this at a football stadium, football team, um, I, I don't know if you can be required to stand by the Constitution, but I'm not going to get into that. But I do agree with um, the commissioner here in this, that I think they should have some type of rule that says you do have to stand to avoid any ridiculous crap that we have been seeing in the NFL over the past few years. So that's that. And yet some of a lot of other stuff, no fun league in the NFL and everything. So, and all, and all that. So that's going to help. But you got to think about this too. Does the AAF, which if their schedule start date, which this year AAF will be on CBS, they already got the obvious week after the Super Bowl first game, and the XFL is already announcing the week after the Super Bowl to start their inaugural revival season or whatever you're going to call it in 2020. Or you're going to have? Do you think we're going to get at some point a Alliance of American Football versus XFL uh, uh, war, but not war, but fight over who's the dominant league in this new? Revive spring football, spring, spring football scene. I don't know if there'll be a fight over it, but I think once this all gets kicked up and all gets start going and getting the ball rolling here, you will easily see who's going to be the big winner in that. Yeah, hey, the thing about that coming down, not a lot of people are talking about that right now because neither league has kicked off yet, and the XFL is going to wait another year. After XFL is going to be another year after the AAF has played their first season now. Not to say there could be a chance that if the AAF has bad tents, whatever, that the, the league could fold in a year. Same thing happened with the XFL, folded after one year in 2001. But it's just that, will that happen? I mean, you look about this, AAF went small markets. Atlanta, Birmingham. Now, not Atlanta anymore. Uh, Birmingham, Orlando, Memphis, Arizona, Salt Lake, San Antonio. I do like the San Diego thing because, again, another city that the, the NFL recently left town, Chargers going to Los Angeles. The XFL going big, though. I don't know. I mean, I like the big markets because you have the potential for the fan bases. But maybe the small markets, I don't know. Where, uh, I just like the small markets because maybe if you do not get a big connection, 
then you're not going to have many people at your games. Yes, um, that is one thing. With a um, new season, you have to make your first year count. And I think that's why the XFL has chosen these places with some bigger fan bases because it will bring the fire into these cities that have not had football for a while and don't have football at this time of year. So that is that. And I want a couple of announcements, like I said. Uh, appreciate XFL2K for partnering with us this week. Hopefully we continue the growth of the XFL fan network as as, as it is the preseason for the XFL. It's going to be the preseason for us so that we can get everything ready and rolling for when the XFL kicks off in early 2020. Follow me on Twitter at XFLFanzone2, all caps. Uh, Matt is going to be, as you know, he is the second host in the co-host competition. Last week was Dylan's turn uh, in the hot seat, I guess, being with me. I must just say, this show has already been almost double of last week's. Uh, yes. Uh, almost getting there. Almost at three quarters an hour. Unbelievable. Didn't think we could have a conversation this long this podcast this early in the discussion. Oh, when you start talking about cities, I can go on. <laughs> go on. I mean, heck, you have, like, major math calculations, I guess. I don't know. Uh, so... We hope to continue expanding XFL Fan Network. We're always looking for more people. So if you're on Twitter, DM me again, all caps at uh, XFL Fan Zone 2. DM me, follow me, whatever you want to do. If you want to help uh, expand and grow the XFL Fan Network, Matt, do you have any reasons why the people should vote for you after next week to be the permanent co host of, of the XFL Fan Zone podcast? I will be a good organizer, and this will be the uh, this show will end up being the best show if I become the co-host. Wow, this has reasons. Dylan said, uh, Dylan ha- Dylan admitted on here he had no reasons last week. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm pretty good at organization, and uh, Billy can attest to this. Me and him have tried stuff with um social media and newscasting before, and um, as Billy knows, I am a big organizer, and I will make a show work he'll, if we get try it. Try everything. He'll he'll be like, you know. Now I don't know. Will you get desperate as WWE out there? And because even no offense, no offense to Vince, man, WWE's especially Monday Night Raw's ratings. Now this is careening off into the, the stuff the XFL doesn't want their fans talking about. About like you know that football wrestling connection killed them two thousand one somewhat. Yeah. Um, hopefully, the ratings go up instead of being careening down for the last ten years over at WWE. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know. I mean, hopefully we can get that. Hopefully we get our ratings good. Matt, Matt will legitimately try anything. I'm not endorsing him or anything, but I mean, obviously, like I said, I have worked with him before this stuff, and he has been willing to do a lot of stuff to try to get the product better. And I think he would. I think he would agree with that statement. Yep. So that is this week episode three. Again, catch us on iTunes, Google, Stitcher. Radio Public, I think Google Podcast just got an overcast in the last weeks, in the last over the last few days actually. So finally, that is that. Till next time, I'm Billy Arnett. He's Matt, and maybe you vote him back in a couple weeks. This has been episode three of the XFL Fanso Podcast. Yeah. <laughs>